Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 185. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. My name is Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned business growth strategist, helping entrepreneurs around the world to make six and seven figure leaps in their business. Each week, we bring you multiple episodes designed to help you go further faster in accomplishing your goals and dreams. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled to have with me here today Pratima Arobabumi. She is the designer, founder, and CEO of Craft Street Design. They design inspirational quotes in a minimalistic, modern, geekly prints, a combination of design expertise coupled with extensive research into words that effectively empower people, enable them to provide not just a beautiful but meaningful way to decorate your home, office, or nursery. You can check out all the prints at craftstreetdesign.com. Pratima, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Welcome. Thank you so much, Kelly. I'm uh, really excited to be here as well. Yeah. You know, I have always loved quotes my whole life. I've always been so moved and inspired by quotes, and I really do feel they carry so much power, so much emotion. How did you get into this business, and how did you decide to use this as a way to connect and communicate with people? It is mostly based on my personal experience. That's when it hit me. I was actually working in corporate um, for Apple in my dream job. I was very happy to be there. And then I realized that it wasn't really satisfying um, on a daily basis, the type of work I was doing. Um, I was very good at it, but and it, it was wonderful being at a company that you believed in. But there were other things that it wasn't satisfying. I didn't see the difference I was making for people if I was making any difference. So um, I went on to think about my personal experience. And um, there was this one day, basically, I was deciding to end my life. I was with a bottle of bleach in one of my hands and over my kitchen sink, wondering, um, thinking about ending my life. And at that point, I glanced at a quote on my wall, which has been there with me for a very long time. And that completely changed my life. The quote was, the darkest hour is before dawn. So those five words made me rethink everything up until that point. I didn't feel helpless anymore. It gave me hope. It changed my life. I took control of my life and turned it around. And when it has had so much of impact on my life, it has impact on other people's lives. So I went on to do a lot of research to figure out if it was just me or does it help other people. And there's extensive research about how much positive words, meaningful words help people when in the time of need, whether that is through adversity while achieving a goal. It could be many different things. So that's when I decided to start craftstreetdesign.com. And that's how we started designing quote prints. And of course, I have a design background as well. So I coupled both of those experiences to create the business that I love. Wow. 
Wow, what a powerful story, my God. So so tell me a little bit about this this transformation because you know, you went on to start this business and you went from zero to six figures in six months, right? Yep. I mean that's that's unbelievable. So, you know, walk us through like what did that look like? I mean, it, it's obvious you clicked into your purpose, you clicked into your passion and your profits exploded. And that that's you know, that's what tends to happen when we actually get on purpose with what we're meant to be doing and where we're meant to be, that's that's what the result is. Tell me a little bit more about that. How did that how did that happen? So it was definitely not overnight, even though it seems like a short time. It felt like forever in my mind. Yes, yes, I'm sure. Yes. (laughs) But uh, when I started, I started in March of uh, 2015. I hadn't even registered a company. I just started creating the words that actually meant something to me. That's where I started. And I wanted to see, you know, whether there was a product market fit because yes, the research is there. It's what it's like eating healthy food, right? Like people need it, but not necessarily that they want it or will want to buy it. So I, I created a small test to figure out if it is something that people will buy. So I put up products on marketplaces. I distributed some flyers. I did a couple of uh, calls to corporate um, executive assistants and stuff like that to kind of see if there was even an interest. So after I got my first order, which was almost like 15 days later, which seemed like a very long time, I almost thought about, okay, nobody wants this stuff. (laughs) And then um, I got my first order and then came the next one and then came the next one and it added up. And then that's when I actually started educating myself on marketing, on what to try and what to do. And that's how it started. But uh, in order to reach the six figures, the tactics that I used uh, were to cold email on LinkedIn using the in-mail uh, feature mm-hmm. on LinkedIn. Yeah. And that way I could have some cash flow. And then I was pretty much in business to work on retail orders, which is to customers and everybody else who are buying individual prints. So that's how I got started. And that's, that's how it scaled. Wow, great. And I love that you kept it simple with the LinkedIn messaging strategy. That's one of my favorites as well, especially for uh, newer business owners or people that are new to the marketing field, because it's a low risk, uh, easy way to get started and, and you know, create a, a voice for yourself and, and start connecting with the right people. So that's fantastic. Um, so let's talk a little bit about just the, the power of these quotes that you create. I have a beautiful one sitting in my office right now and it, at, you didn't even know me but yet you picked one that I feel is perfect for me. <laughs> um, it says you you are what you believe yourself to be and I, I love that. It's, there is so much power and it's interesting because when I opened it up and I went, I put it on the shelf in my office and I read it, I read it like three or four times and it really made me take pause and, and I really stopped for a second and I actually like reflected on that. And I was like, what do I think myself to be? Like, you know, what is my vision yeah. or perception that I have of myself? What do I see when I look in the mirror? And, you know, am I am I thinking all the right things? Am I creating the right, you know, uh, 
internal, you know, impression of myself that I want to reflect externally. And it's amazing how a, a quote like that can really stop you in your tracks. You know, my story's obviously not as powerful or meaningful as yours is with a quote, but it, it really does have that power. Um, do you have any stories or, or any other examples of just, you know, how maybe some of your clients are are using the, the quotes that they've uh, bought from you or, or put strategically in different places around their home or their office? Yeah, um, there are a couple of them, actually, but uh, I'll go with my favorite one. Um, so there is this entrepreneur. She is uh, she has a little Etsy shop. She's a knitter, but um, she has been procrastinating um, about creating her own uh, website because she doesn't want to go out of the marketplace. It's convenient. It's working. So she it's, she's been procrastinating over that for so long. So she bought this uh, poster design from us. It, it's called Discipline is Remembering What You Want. Mm, yes. Yeah. And and that's true. And so she really, um, you know, felt that that's what she really wanted. Um, but she's unable to remember it. So she keeps procrastinating because, you know, you, you, you're taking favor over what's right in front of you instead of looking at what you really want, which is probably farther away and it's yes. harder to see. Yeah. So um, she bought that and she wrote a a little review for us back to emailing back to me saying that, you know, it's it's really wonderful that if we all did what we intended to do, um, everything that I wanted to do, they turned into actions and results from just a simple reminder. And that's that's what she was very excited about. And I know that the poster does not do that. But the person who looks at the poster does it but it it's a very subtle way of reminding what happens in your life if you keep something in front of you if it is in sight it is in your mind so that's what helped her achieve what she wanted that is amazing and it is so absolutely true um i've said it before on the show i have a huge probably almost four foot tall vision board that sits directly in front of my office, in front of my computer, excuse me. So as I'm recording this right now, Pratima, I'm looking at a huge vision board with family goals and personal goals, professional goals, visions that I have for the future, places that I want to go with my family, things that I want to have and do and be. And, and I do that intentionally so that I remember and yep. it's exactly what you said. There's so much power in just reminding yourself and placing your focus in the right places because we get so busy and so distracted that you're right. Sometimes it's it's as simple as having that simple reminder. That's a great story that you just shared there. I, I love that. I really appreciate that. Um, so I know that you are also not just an entrepreneur, but a mompreneur as well. Um, and we have lots of mompreneurs that listen to the show. And they're always looking for tips and strategies and feedback on how to strike that balance, you know, obviously to be the best mom you can possibly be, but also grow a substantial business and, and create leverage and success. What are some of your favorite tips or strategies that you've used as a successful entrepreneur but also a mom well there are a couple of things I think um, one thing that I've had to learn over the years is our children are not little robotic beings they are people mm -hmm. 
<laughs> and we just um, we want them to be so perfect. We want to give the best to them, and we assume that the results and everything else is entirely based on our actions. Although you can influence everything that your child's doing or want to do, you cannot possibly predict what they're going to be. And we, we, we get caught up in blaming ourselves as to how they turn out or um, it's great to be proud and it's great to correct the mistakes. And I think that's what we do as parents. But when you're running a business specifically, you have so many things you're juggling up in the air. And I've seen a lot of other mom entrepreneurs who I talk to always talk about there isn't enough time to spend with my kid or with my family. So when when we talk about, okay, so what is enough time? It's usually an extra 15 minutes or an extra 20 minutes. But extra 15 minutes one way or the other is not going to do anything while you're juggling 10,000 other things in your mind. It, you rather spend the 10 minutes of quality time where you're actually focused completely on them instead of worrying about the 15 minutes that you lost because you had 10 other things going on. So it's very hard to focus like that on children, especially when you're working from home and when you're trying to run a business because there isn't a office hour policy and you're trying to get everything done. You're trying, you, you just have too much to do and you kind of put you feel guilty for putting your children um in the back burner at times I don't mean that like fully but even little things like not being able to pack them lunch or you know it doesn't matter you can just ask them to buy lunch one day it's not going to kill them and it's not going to affect their future at all so you can let go of some of those little things and guilt feelings that you have that'll help you run your business better and actually enjoy the time that you actually have with the kids yeah yeah I, I I think for me one of the biggest things that I've learned and I still consider myself a totally new mom so I'm definitely not here uh, giving mom advice um, because my daughter's two and a half but uh, <laughs> one of the things that I've learned that's helped me a lot is um, to have you know very very focused business time and very very focused family time yeah. And to really make sure that when I'm with my daughter, I'm all in. I'm 100%. We're doing fun things together. We're in, interacting and engaging. I'm down on her level and we are like one. You know, I'm not half in, half out. And then on the flip side, same with my business. If, if it's business, the door is shut. I'm focused. I'm 100% in. I know what I'm doing. I'm on schedule. And I think that, you know, that way you can do well at both. I think, I think it's when you're always guilty about one when you're doing the other or guilty about the other because you're doing the other then it's like why are you even doing what you're yeah. doing you know what I mean because yeah. you're not enjoying yeah. it you're not feeling productive you're not being your best at either one because you're preoccupied with the other I think it's giving yourselves those blocks of really good quality focused time on on each of the things that you care about versus you know trying to do it all and be it all at at any given moment yeah yeah absolutely and that's hard to do as you said and mm -hmm. also I think when the kids grow up, it, it I don't know if it gets easier or not, but I have found a way to involve my daughter in my business where she helps me to think she's old enough to do that. But, um, you know, two and a half is too young for them to be doing a whole bunch. But as they grow a little bit older, it, it gets easier and it might be better to involve them in the business because it's not only quality time, it teaches them skills that 
corporate and schools don't teach. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, I we could do a whole show. I could do a whole podcast <laughs> about um, that. That is literally a discussion every night at the dinner table between my husband and myself because we're you know beginning to start thinking about schools and trying to decide you know what is the best learning environment. And it's it's very concerning and it's very stressful for us because especially being an entrepreneur and my husband's a musician, um, we both have a little bit of an alternative view on the world. And unfortunately, most of what we want. <laughs> her to learn we know she's not going to get um in whatever <laughs> school we put her in um so it's 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 very interesting but i think we'll we'll see some big changes um you know over the over the coming decade as it relates to education in general because um i think a lot of people are beginning to feel that way right yeah yeah it is it is a major concern for a lot of parents and mm, yeah. I, I i wonder how they're going to change that so it will be interesting. Um, so, you know, let's circle back a little bit to the business. What are some of the exciting things that you're working on right now with Craft Street Design? I'm actually working on new products uh, right now. One I just launched um, like a week ago, but um, it's a small block, a wooden block with 12 quote prints that go on it that fit nicely on your desk. It's basically designed to put it on your desk if you don't have a wall to remind yourself and it sh you can you know decide which quotes go on this print so it's more personalized to you. So it's a way for people to get um, customized to what they're trying to achieve, whatever goals they have. So I'm really excited about that product. It's going really well and we've got a whole bunch of other products um, in the business that we're trying to launch in the next year or so. so Very exciting. Yes, I think um, lots of my clients are going to be getting quotes from me instead of food all the time. I always send like Harry and David baskets and, and that type of thing, which is awesome, but then the person eats it and it's all gone. But if I send them <laughs> quotes from you, at least it'll be something they can keep in their office. So I think that uh, for all my clients that are listening, you guys are going to start uh, getting some quotes from me instead of food all the time. Um, that's awesome. So, I mean, I think, you know, you clicked into your passion, you found work that was meaningful to you. Obviously, it had a transformational impact on your happiness. And that translated into your business success. What's some of the feedback that you can give for people that are still trying to find their way? They're still trying to find their happiness, their their sweet spot in business, that kind of thing. I think two things, two things that you can do is one is experiment, experiment, until you find your passion, if, you know, a lot of people think that you can just sit and reflect and get to uh, find the passion will come to you. But my suggestion is keep trying until you find it. And when you do find it, you'll know it. And that's when you reflect if, to see if it is in line with your values and, you know, do a lot of soul searching to, to see if that's where you want to go. But until then, the very first step, I think, is to experiment, keep experimenting different things. Um, if one thing doesn't work, it doesn't matter. And that is not an excuse to keep switching tasks. That's not what I mean. What I really mean is if if you're if you're new to the world of knowing what you 
you know, don't know, it's better to try some things out. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. absolutely. No, that's great. And, you know, what are some of the lessons that you learned going from the corporate world to being an entrepreneur that maybe you wish you had known at the beginning of your journey or things that um, you would want to share, you know, with entrepreneurs to keep in mind on their entrepreneurial journey? Um, it's such a completely different life going from corporate to an entrepreneur you're just much more self-motivated I think you know I read this quote somewhere it said uh, entrepreneurs are the only crazy people that are willing to work 80 hours a week just so that they don't want to work for other people so (laughs) I mean it's just a lot of work a lot more work than what you would do in corporate but it's much more um, satisfying so you don't realize but I wish I had known that um, about focusing on your habits and becoming disciplined in whatever you do is is I think a key aspect and I wish I had developed that a lot earlier I think that's good for regardless of which space you go into but it's all the more so if you're an entrepreneur because if you don't have the discipline to continue on the same path day in and day out then you don't have a business so that is that it couldn't be more the truth I couldn't have said it better myself if you don't have the discipline to continue on the path for the long term you don't have a business and that is absolutely true that's a powerful way to kind of wrap things up so um, I'm sure there's people that want to check out your design work Fatima and learn a little bit more about how they can maybe get an inspirational quote for their office or their home their nursery or maybe do what I'm going to do which is get a couple um, that I can give to clients Um, where do people go to learn about you it's uh, craftstreetdesign.com. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. And any final words or tip that you want to leave for the audience before we wrap things up here today, Pratima? I think for beginning entrepreneurs, I read another quote uh, that's, you know, I live in the world of quotes, so I see so many that are relevant. But this particular one um, by Mortimer Zuckerman, it says, before you build a better mousetrap, it helps to know if there are any mice out there. Mm. And that's like a critical step for entrepreneurs to test, to kind of test and figure out if their product will sell Um I wish I had done more of that early on. I mean, I did some, but I wish I had done much more than just small tests. So Yeah, couldn't agree more. That's that's an important thing. And and actually, there's a great book out there, Will It Fly by Pat Flynn. If anybody listening really feels like you need help validating your idea and verifying whether or not it's marketable before you invest a lot of time and money in it, check out Will It Fly um, by Pat Flynn. But um, no, thank you so much, Pratima, for being with us today. Uh, really appreciate having you on the show. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you for having me. You got it. And for all our listeners, I want you to know that today's show is being brought to you by The Unstoppable Entrepreneur. It's the world's number one business coaching, mentoring, and training program where we help entrepreneurs around the world to make six and seven figure leaps in their business. It includes weekly coaching calls. It includes a membership site forum where you have access 24 hours a day, seven days a week to over 100 power packed videos, audios, cheat sheets, swipe files, and every resource you can possibly need to build and grow your business a private members only facebook forum and the list of resources goes on and on to learn more about how you can get started rapidly growing your business and accelerating profit and growth you can go to kellyroachcoaching.com 
forward slash yes. Thanks so much for being a listener of Unstoppable Success Radio. And until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.